Remember the days when all you needed to do was say the name of your school and you were in, like you were literally in, you got the opportunity to interview for certain jobs or you even got the offer on the spot just because of the name of your school. Well, I'm here to tell you that those days are long gone. Hello everyone, this is Tracy and I am your host on the Visible at Work podcast. Subscribe to hear a weekly dose of actionable insights from me with my decade experience working with multicultural teams across Europe, the Middle East, Africa and North America. You also hear down-to-earth interviews with culturally diverse people who have succeeded to remain visible at work, irrespective of adjusting to different countries, work cultures and people. You don't want to miss this. There's a research that was done uh, several years ago that if you were to sell Coca-Cola, um, more than 60% of the share, the assets would be from the brand name Coca-Cola, not just the drink itself, not just the recipe itself. So it's the same thing that I want you to look at, like when you, um, if you've gone to an Ivy League school or maybe you didn't have that opportunity to go to an Ivy League college. And sometimes you find yourself in a room where um, people are talking. And I think this also stems from the fact that that's why a lot of people do not like to network. Um, because like maybe you find yourself in a room where people are having a conversation and they're like, oh, which school did you go to? Oh, really? Oh, what year? Oh, wow. Were you in the sports team? Were you an athlete? Did you run track and field? And then the conversations just uh, just dial into what that common interest those people have. Or maybe you happen to find yourself in Silicon Valley, let's just say, for instance, where like the schools, the companies, everybody that has been in that ecosystem somehow knows one person or the other that has been in that environment. And it's so easy to piggyback on conversations and build conversations from there. Um, So and that's how a lot of doors open up for a lot of people where just because you have that shared interest or you have um, that same you have some history together um, from the same school or the same uh, the same college or the same uh, volunteering group, something like that. Now, now picture this you as a foreigner or international expert or immigrant in a new environment. Uh, you do not have that backstory. So you may not be able to say, oh, yeah, I went to this school or even if you did, but maybe it was just one year that you did in that school. So maybe you transferred from a different environment to this new school. Some of the history that comes with that, you may not have that backup. Um, But there's a way you can play on that to build build relationship. So in essence, what I'm saying is a lot of people got so many opportunities that way. And unfortunately, it still happens uh, where, uh, and that's why, like a lot of DEI, diversity and inclusion, they talk about companies not just picking hires uh, from their Caucasian co-workers, but um, trying to get referrals from diverse co-workers so that you can uh, help to diverse the pool of candidates. So if you do not have that shared interest, who is the person that's going to refer you? Who is the person that's going to give you that uh have that conversation with you and say oh yeah we went to the same school you know way back so what i'm I'm bringing it back to the conversation about those days being long gone because 
digitization of um, a lot of social media platforms where people can put their single on Instagram and it goes viral and next thing they have a record deal or they have some brand partnership and things happen for them and it just looks like serendipity. That's what I'm saying that those days are long gone where all you had to do was just rely on one source of truth because you probably went to an Ivy League school or you had this opportunity. No shade to those that have those opportunities. Of course, if I did have those opportunities, I would definitely use them. And if you also have those opportunities, of course, you would use them. So what I'm just trying to tell you is you have an advantage. If you have enjoyed this episode or any of our past episodes on the Visible at Work podcast, I need a favor from you. Just do it right now. Don't procrastinate. Visit us on uh, visibleatwork.com forward slash podcast or check out iTunes and leave a review. Um, just leave a, a truthful review of whichever episode you really enjoyed, what you learned from the episode, um, or what you want us to do more of. We really want to make it more interactive in the new year. would enjoy um, reading your review and I'm looking forward to reading those reviews. So please um, just do that. Do it now. Do it now. Thank you. Digitization has made it so easy for you to get your work out there. I saw somebody use uh, Instagram to do his resume. Now, guess what he did? He used, uh, he opened a separate account, used his name, and then used all the nine tiles. You know, like when you open Instagram and it shows you um, the first nine pictures. He used the first nine pictures to tell a story about the school he went to and then some of his photography pictures and he used that as a resume. So sometimes you have to get creative and not wait to say, okay, I didn't go to this Ivy League school or um, I'm not in this circle, so nobody's going to give me a chance. This is your time to use digitization to your advantage where you can step out and tell your story in a way that makes it interesting for people to want to meet with you, to want to know you, to want to know more about your story. Your main job in that first meeting is to get them to want to talk more to you or want to know more about you, not to get them to say, okay, are you looking for a job or not? Most conversations do not start and end like that. So don't think too far ahead. The second strategy would be to put it on his head and use the adage that says um, about who you know. But instead of saying who you know, since you recently moved and you're still trying to figure out who you're going to know, um, try to see who knows you. So how would that work if you can find any association that you can get somebody to know you and know you recently moved or you're recently making this change in this career um, just so they know um, what your journey is about or what the journey you're embarking on. It becomes easier for them to introduce you to other people that could be of help to you, maybe further down the road. This is a time of the underdog. You need to lean into your story, lean into what makes you different, what makes you unique, and even your journey. So you don't have to wait until you finally get to that destination, you finally get that great job, you finally get that thing you're hoping for. You can begin to share parts of your journey and People love to jump on great stories. 
And at the same time, I want you to remember that your story doesn't have to be a sub story. So it doesn't always have to be a sad story. It just has to be a story of growth. And that's how you can get that opportunity where an underdog can become a top dog. So you having a backstory and showing the growth that you've had within whatever time period when you move to a different environment or to a different country can be the deciding factor for you to get that opportunity. Lean into your story. In the midst of all of this, if you can't be the light, then chase the light. Remember, communication is your superpower to remain visible at work. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.